Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. That looks like. You're listening to 101.9 Hi FM. I'm Benji Shulman and this is the New Blue Review. Welcome to the program uh, on this Monday morning. Hope that you are doing well and uh, are excited for the week. Of course, it is a sort of a short week because we have Workers' Day on Wednesday. So if you're looking for a public holiday, we can provide one of those for you. Uh, I know that a lot of the focus for the morning show and I think probably for a number of the shows uh, going forward this week We'll be focusing on international news. We, we, we heard, uh, of course, about the cartoon in the New York Times and, of course, this uh, terrible shooting over Passover, uh, which is going to be taking up a, a lot of attention in the Jewish community and with good reason uh, as we as we try and sort out what's been going on there and, and trying to find out more information and, and doing what we can to to secure uh, our, our synagogues and, and places of worship. Uh, and uh, I think it does uh, make you grateful that we have groups like CSO um, and, and different groups in the community that uh, work to protect the community at different levels. But we're going to take it uh, out of the, the international frame today because, as you know, we have been doing uh, an election engagement, election uh, wrap-up uh, in the last few weeks, talking about the different issues that are going on, understanding what's going on, uh, just you know, getting out there in general. And, of course, in just over a week, we will be having uh, South Africa's fifth national election. Uh, it's very interesting, actually. I was speaking to someone who is an international journalist, uh, and I was talking to them about the election, and they said to me, oh, it's like a bit boring, you know. Uh, you know, South Africa does elections and no one even blinks an eye anymore because they're fine and nothing happens and you just have a vote and, and whoever wins, wins. So I think that's very good for our country. When you have boring elections, it's always better, uh, at least from a uh, process perspective, not obviously the outcome. Everyone is always very excited about that. Um, but uh, we're going to be d- discussing what's going on and uh, uh, bringing you the issues. And I'm very excited that uh, first on our discussion list today is Alvin Dukashe. Uh, he is part of the ANC task team, uh, which sort of reaches out uh, to communities. They organize discussions, events, uh, etc. when it comes to the elections for the ANC. Uh, and I'm very happy that he has joined us on the show. Alvin, welcome to HiFM and thank you so much for d- coming to chat to us. Uh, that's okay. Thank you so much for having me, um, uh, Benji. I appreciate it, and uh, I'd like to greet your listeners this morning. Uh, I- I'd like to um, thank you and for welcoming me to talk to. So I think a lot listeners. of people might not know, you, you know, the the ANC election task team. For those of us who sort of do elections or engage with the party, is like quite a famous group, uh, particularly around election times. But what kind of is your role? Because I think uh, a lot of people probably will find that quite interesting uh, to know. Yes. So my role is um, I'm in the entertainment task team. So what we basically do would be to put together these events that you see. Um, uh, for the ANC, like the January the 8th, mm-hmm. we did the January the 8th and we have an endorsement that's coming for the president. We have, uh, the Oba big rally, which is where the ANC kind of like shows off its membership. It goes to the biggest stadium to showcase its numbers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, itself, the word means we're victorious. So after putting the whole lot of work, and then now you're saying that you're a victorious. So now we're the guys that put together those type of um, events. 
Okay, fantastic. So that gives us a sense uh, of your work. So you're not really a, a public representative per se, but you sort of help organize the, uh, not quite in the background, but you do a lot of the logistics and the support work uh, for the party. Yeah, absolutely. That's basically what um, I do. I'm not really a public representative, so I can't come here and say uh, I'm coming to to stand and this is the word of the ANC, but I'm a member of the African National Congress, uh, which means by virtue of being a member, you know what it stands for, you represent what it represents, but I'm also a a part of the broader community. Mm. I'm quite woke and understand what's happening around me, and I know what's happening in the Jewish community. I know what's happening between uh, what the interests of the Jewish people in South Africa, in the, the, the broader jury, the diaspora, including Israel. And because I have those kind of information, I also find myself in these um, dialogues where I'm talking um, about the ANC and the country and and. So that's, that's, I mean, I think pretty interesting. Let, uh, uh, let's start there before we actually do more of the policy-related stuff. You know, I think... Uh, the, the ANC has had a challenge in, in the last while from a youth perspective. You know, I think, uh, one of the aspects that it has, uh, that, that, that there are a lot of older people in it, uh, the Youth League was supposed to have its conference last year and that didn't quite get organized. So there hasn't been a feeling that the, obviously the youth are represented, but it has this challenge in that, uh, you know, sometimes the, the, the elderly leadership are the ones that are, uh, uh, you know, uh, Maybe being on the posters, etc. So, you, as you say, you're you're a young person. Uh, you 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 can tell immediately uh, that Elvin is like one of the more hip people that we've had on our show. Uh, so so how do you, how do how do you like feel sort of having that engagement and uh, being this more young person uh, representing the ANC? How, how does that affect you? But just before you answer, sorry, I just want to have also the opportunity for the listeners if they want to ask you any questions. <coughs> if you want to chat to Elvin, by all means, you can WhatsApp us oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine. Uh, and you can SMS us on 34519, tweet us at FM or email us on air at chaifem.com if you want to ask any questions around the ANC, around elections, uh, etc. I'm sure be very happy to answer. So, yeah, so back to the first question. Young person in the ANC, what is it like? Um, being a young person in the ANC, I mean, it's... Uh as you pointed out, it, 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 there are absolutely challenges that are there. We want to be represented more. We want to see generational equity within the leadership. We want to be in the forefront. We want our views to be represented, and not only represented by the older generation, but we, we're part of the conversation and uh, uh, moving that conversation forward, putting forward the interests of the young people. And I think for me is that... It can't happen having without the young people being involved in making sure that happens. And I think even you would throw in maybe a practical example to say the Jewish community has its representative. You'll have the board of Jewish deputies that is able to engage government to make sure the Jewish interests mm-hmm. are being advanced. And uh, I guess that's why you'll have APAC mm-hmm. in the United States to make sure that the Jewish interests are being advanced to global stage. So for young people as well, we have to have a constituents, even though they might not as be empowered, but they have to exist and they, they have to drive the message of including the young people. Right. So uh, I'm interested in, in, in this aspect as well. You know, I, I, I deal with a lot of ANC people, at least I, 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 some, I know some, uh, and sometimes, uh, you know, the, whatever is, uh, uh, whatever is, Going on, you know, we're, we're a small community. The ANC is a big organization. It obviously has many Jewish, uh, certainly historically members, mm. uh, people who, who've engaged with the party. But I think it's probably uh, unsurprising that sometimes ANC members are 
are not that connected with the concerns of the Jewish community because maybe they live in a rural area or or maybe it's just not part of whatever it is. You know, that's, uh, you know, just how life is. So what made you to understand some of the interests of the community? Where, where does that come from? It comes from I am, number one, a minister. Okay. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a person. I'm the man of the gospel. I love the word of God. And uh, I have a, a Jewish friend who we were, we were working together. It's a standard banker. And um, he introduced, he invited me over for Shabbat. I went for Shabbat. And then from there, we, we, we started engaging even more. I went to Sinai in Daba. Mm-hmm. I, I, I went to Shul. And then from there, I learned about Jewish commentary, the, the Medrash, the, the Talmud. And uh, now I'm at uh, the Biblical Hebrew, um, the Biblical Hebrew scholar. So that drew me even more because I, I guess... The, the, Jewishness is, uh, is, is almost like a bank of wisdom. <laughs> so I drink from that well of Jewish wisdom as well, which is, uh, I quite, it's quite necessary. And I think the whole world does through the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm not oblivious to, 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 to the contributions of, of Jews just broader into, into, into the entire existence of man by virtue of, of the fact that we're, we're drinking from, from, from their wisdom. And uh, as a result, I'm, I'm, I do have some connection towards, I think, for me, which is quite exclusive, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's fascinating, uh, fascinating to hear. We're going to take a short break. Uh, just go to the shops quickly and then we'll come back. We're talking again uh, to Elvin from the NC. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 Hi FM, I'm Benji Shulman and this is the New Blue Review. Welcome back to the show. Uh, talking today to Elvin Dukasha, he is from the ANC task team uh, in the run-up to the election. And we're talking about the elections, which are only a week and a half away. Uh, I spent uh, yesterday looking at some of the observation teams that are going to be observing the vote. Uh, so that is coming along. I know that one of the Board of Deputies is doing a lot there as well. So it's very, very interesting. Uh, and uh, it's going to be uh, one hell of an election. Uh, now, Alvin, uh, we, we chatted a little bit about your sort of interest in, 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 in ANC, your interest in the Jewish community. My sense is sometimes the community and the organization do a bad job of talking to one another. Uh, and, and I'm interested in, in your perspective of, of what's driving that poor conversation and, and what can be done to, to, to make sure it's done better. Um. When I'm making my own personal assessment, what what, what I think is a, is a is a real reason for that is the issue of the the, the Palestinian Israeli issue, mm-hmm. <coughs> which um, which is quite complex. I mean, at a global level, it's very difficult to 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 resolve it. Every president of the United States comes in to say that they have a plan, which will be a best plan that will resolve the problem. And it never seems to be satisfactory to, to, to both sides, particularly towards the, the, the Palestinian side. Mm-hmm. And now you have uh, countries that would uh, align themselves with the struggle of Palestine. Unfortunately or unfortunately for the ANC, because of its historical um, um, struggle to apartheid, they almost became like allies because of its common struggle for, for, for land, mm-hmm. for, for occupancy of of, of, of land, it's a, it's a land question, and for for me, my understanding, Benji, about the, the, this issue of land is that 
in, in even with the biblical Hebrew, if you, if you, if you study who, who Adam is, Adam was a male being. But in that, in the the, rabbit, the rabbinical text, when it when it when it when it explains the name Adam even further, it says, "He who takes care of territory." But it, it's got something to do with territory. Mm-hmm. So territory is 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 it? It's a it's a. There's congruency between territory, human beings, and particularly man. And that, that's why I think even this issue is very touchy because it speaks to something that's very important for you to exist. You have, you need territory for you to occupy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it's a very difficult issue. And for the ANC, because it comes from, from there, they, they, they're trying to push the interests of, of Palestine. And you have uh, the the Jewry the, the diaspora. You have Jewish community that's here, and then it becomes difficult because you'll have Jewish people that are also trying to make sure that they're supporting Israel. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of that, the the bond which is unbreakable between every Jew around the world in Israel, and also the struggle of the people of Palestine, and you'll have the movement or the organization which is the ANC that identifies itself again. With the with the Palestinian struggle, then it makes the conversation tough. And I think another thing which makes it even extra tough is the fact that there is a very narrow understanding of where Jewish people come from. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just rather it's very politicized, right? And rather, in, instead of being spiritualized, to understand the soul of the conversation and where it comes from, mm-hmm. and then maybe there could be a common ground and a middle ground, which I think would facilitate understanding. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. You know, we, we've got here a, actually a message from Moshe, who's uh, sent in, he, who says, you know, he, uh, he's wondering about uh, Christians uh, who who are, are worried about their vote for the ANC because of uh, this Israel issue, exactly uh, <coughs> as you as you're saying, and uh, you know. Uh, the, the history of the ANC, if you can go back even to 1912 and whatever, is that it's a history of people who were pastors and church goers. Um, and, and, and I do think that that's maybe, you know, must be quite a, a difficult thing because I'm sure there are many people in the ANC who feel like, like you do uh, and have an un- maybe more of a, an understanding, uh, but then are, as you say, running into the, the politics of the thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think if you look at religion just generally, it's almost like shrunk in a sense. No, not people who are religious, but religion being integrated into organizations. Mm-hmm. If you work for any corporate, there's no religion that is encouraged for, for people to, you know, to be partaking at, at the premises. And I guess with the, the ANC as well, having many people who come from different religions, I think the Christian Christian or religiosity within the organization was kind of like put aside. And the more thing that's taking the forefront is, is politics themselves, which uh, politics in the absence of, of, of wisdom, in the absence of spiritualization of those kind of politics – they they make them you know very very hard and very concrete. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's been some form of a deviation from that. Absolutely. So do you think there's an opportunity to try and you know obviously it's an election now, so it's very hard to get uh, any kind of conversation which is very nuanced. But do you think 
uh, given some of the changes that have happened in the last year or so with Nancy, do you think that there's more of an opportunity, uh, maybe post the election, to improve that conversation and try and find some common ground uh, between the two? I think for me that is important because uh, we just downgraded our embassy in Israel. Mm-hmm. And that's not a positive sign because more dialogue is needed and uh, more, more dialogue and compassion in that dialogue. It fosters understanding. It facilitates understanding. And when there's understanding, there's a greater possibility for uh, some positivity that may come out of, the, of, of that engagement. Mm-hmm. So I think a friend of mine who is, uh, who is Jewish would always say to me, Ev, please come join the DA, and he would even invite people to. Now, say to him, "Don't, don't take me away from the ANC." And I have a a reason for that. Mm-hmm. That I have to be this kind of voice in the ANC, so that there are also neutral voices within the ANC mm-hmm. that are able to diffuse comradeship when when. Too much hard stance is being taken mm-hmm. that you are able to bring down everybody to 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 senses to to sensitize them about important things that understanding is able to prevail so that you because struggles are fought differently mm-hmm. you can fight a struggle within an organization so that you are able to effect positive change you can also become an external force where you're an opposition party right. so I think from my side uh, for different struggles whether be it youth not being Represented, I will not jump the ship and go to the EFF because it is more youth. I would rather stay within the organization and try to push that narrative within the organization. Either be Jews who feel they're not being represented, they, 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 their voice and their interests, or any minority group, I will not jump the ship and say I'm leaving the ANC mm-hmm. uh, because I still believe in the organization. It's rich tradition. Because you have the Bible for Jews, you have the Moseses for Jews, but for us you have Nelson Mandela, which we do believe that they kind of like represent the sages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in our context. So I will stay for that reason and, and for the reason that I see myself being capable of finding a way of actually driving what needs to be changed. Oh, fantastic. Now let's move away from some of the Jewish issues, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, you know, if you open a Sunday newspaper, uh, in, in the last, uh, sort of while, there's, it seems like there's this idea that people are terrified that after the election, Cyril Ramaphosa is going to be, the economist used the word a coup, which I thought was quite, a, quite a remarkable piece of language. Um, I and mean, do you think that that's likely? Is the ANC going to turn on Cyril Ramaphosa after the 8th of May? Um, I think that that question is that uh, maybe we can ask the question and say, who is the ANC? Right. If the newspaper says that the ANC will turn on Cyril Ramaphosa and you'll have me as the member of the African National Congress who supports Cyril Ramaphosa and he'll warn as Nazrak, then we have to ask ourselves, then who is the ANC? Right. So we can say that those who are maybe not for him, may drive a different narrative, which is that's politics. Mm -hmm. And you find that even in the DA. And I think here the stakes are high because this is a leading organization. And anything that jeopardizes the ANC, you you, you can tell also with the country because the country struggles with it. If there's a power shift or anything of that sort, which should, you know, it warrants nervousness from uh, a population's perspective. But... 
There may be, but I, I, I don't see it being that dramatic. Uh, but I think maybe the media is making it dramatic because of what's coming out of these commissions. Mm-hmm. And uh, because mainly it also seems as though who is coming out of those commissions being exposed of corruption and, and, and. It seems to be people who are coming from the faction which was opposed to him. Right. And now maybe we're able to construct a narrative in saying that those who are now being accused, who happen to be his opponents when we're going to Nazareth, may want to stir up something to go against him. Mm-hmm. So which I think that's, that's, that, that's politics, but how do, do we make sure that we function? And I think there will always be opposition even externally or even within the organization but it's important on how the the organization plays that out and make sure the president remains resolute and how do we support that within the organization and also externally but um I, i'm not really seeing a, a coup so to say but <laughs> of course but i think the, the the opposing forces will continuously um so it's interesting you talk about <clears throat> excuse me opposing thought forces um i think one of the things which came out of Nazareth was this idea that the faction that was led by uh, by, by Ramaphosa uh, won the leadership contest, but that the kind of policies that he was uh, in favor of maybe came from the other, didn't get in, that the other factions, uh, if we can talk about the land, if we talk about certain kinds of aspects of free education, uh, whatever. So how do you think that the, the party manages that process when you have a, a president who's bound by some of these resolutions, but at the same time wants to take uh, the country uh, perhaps in a different direction uh, from his own standpoint or from you know, a, c- a country standpoint? Those resolutions that were taken in Nazareth about land expropriation without compensation, about I, I, maybe one would say their radical e- economic transformation mm-hmm. There's almost like radicalism in them. Mm-hmm. And those are policies of the ANC. And uh, the president himself is a member of the ANC and the president of the ANC first before he's a, a country's president. And he understands that. But at the same time, where is South Africa today? Mm-hmm. Joblessness and despair in that front. And how do we make sure that we put mechanisms and, and have methodologies that accelerate economy and he himself being a businessman we that's why you have a leader because it means that you need to be innovative and creative in how you take a policy which is written down and how you put it into action we are there is interdependency between South Africa and the rest of the world in terms of investment for you to attract them to come to the country the, the, the environment needs to be favorable. So how do you take hardline policy implemented versus the, how they're attractive to invite, to, 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 to have investment? That is his responsibility as a leader. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he would have people who are saying, you're not having urgency into implementing what we spoke about in Nazareth. And he has to be technical. He has to be strategic because people need jobs. So I thought, I don't think you can immediately be hardline. Without scanning the environment and seeing how do you begin, because it has to be in 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 a, in a strategic way that is properly laid out, uh, and that and that um, satisfied what you're trying to achieve. I don't think you can achieve jobs and immediately want to achieve radical transformation. 
Mm-hmm. You, you have to be careful. You have to find a way of satisfying investors and satisfying the policy and satisfying the, 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 the broader populace and the, the, the policies of the ANC. The onus is on him on that one. He has to demonstrate leadership. And in this sense, his administration, the success of it, will be determined, I think, by that to having very strict and concrete um, policies of land expropriation, but at the same time, there has to be investments. He has to create jobs. He has to make sure that he gets um, um, that that in one hundred trillion that he was trying to raise. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you see that that that's where leadership will have to come from. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you're a part of the task force. We're actually <coughs> starting to come up to the end of our, our interview time, but you're the part of the task force ANC. We've got a week and a half to go for the election. <coughs> Somebody who has to choose from uh, their 48, there's 48 parties on the electoral ballot this, uh, this year, which is more than any others. Uh, tell us why you think that the, you know, people listening to the station, uh, why they should be putting an X next to the ANC box. Um, for I really do still believe in the ANC, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe in the ANC and the New Dawn. The president came into into power, and for me, I take none of these things lightly. And I think it's because of the Jewish teachings as well. And he declared a very prophetic statement and said, "It's the New Dawn." Mm-hmm. And we saw the establishments of these commission to try and uncover. The, the the rot and the damage that was uh, done through corruption as a means to corrupt a state. Mm-hmm. And I think because it is a governing party, it should be supported when there is a, a shift towards positivity. And it's a beginning of that light. And how do we intensify that light to make sure that we, we, we banish the traces of darkness that encircle government, a bureaucratic system, including society at large. It needs to be supported. And I think we wouldn't make meaningful change if we only support the voices of change that are coming externally. Mm-hmm. They have to also exist within the organization or else the suffering w- will be felt more extensively if uh, if uh, if this, the voices of change or the champions of change are not found within the political organizations, so I think I would rather be calling people to here is the time of change when something the, something new was declared and, and you can be part of it to make sure that it intensifies within the organization and to make sure that uh, the change that we all seek and would want to see in South Africa is affected because we have something to work with we have someone to work with who's committed about bringing about that change. Well, Alvin, uh, thank you very much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I think, uh, you know, uh, there's actually a lot more that I'd like to discuss with you, and hopefully after the elections we can have you on again and, yeah. and discuss things more more broadly. But for now, that's all the time we have. <coughs> Alvin Degouche, uh, he is from the Elections Task Force for the ANC. Thank you so much for your time, and good luck for the elections. Thank you so much for having me.